still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, a.k.a. the Black Bruce Wayne, here with... Ali, a.k.a. Alan B. Raj, a.k.a. Unwritten Rules. Andrew, a.k.a. Chief Keith Morris. I was unaware that that was coming. I, I, I don't know what else. I mean, they just went so plain. I had to balance it out. So, Ali and Raj, y'all got to step up your creative I know. game. Yeah. <laughs> I was being super creative before that we started recording, so I'm, a, I'm cool. I'm good. I mean, if I recall, uh, last time I came up with Rick Van Exel, but, um, you know. I mean, I gave you that. If you don't remember, forget. If you forgot, I no, gave I, you I had, that. I had the creative juices that night. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, that was so smooth. Kendrew was, like, walking around the whole time while doing that. He's just, like, so smooth, like, right in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> also, Ellie, I love your excuse. Like, imagine if LeBron was like that. I got two assists in the first quarter, so I'm done now. <laughs> I did the bare minimum there. I grabbed a rebound. What do you mean? I, I did something. My bad. My bad. That's that's essentially how Andrew Bynum did things after he left LA. <laughs> I mean, low key, it was kind of how he did things during his <laughs> tenure. He was just really talented. Didn't he have like one good game for Cleveland? He's like, hey, you said the Washington Mutuals that way. <laughs> Well, can you name all the teams Andrew Bynum went to after Lakers? Yeah. I know there's Cleveland, there's Philly. Well, he went to Philly first, and then he was yeah. he spent time with uh, Indiana. Yeah, that's just because they yeah. didn't want oh, shit, the Cavs did. to get him yeah, or Miami to get him. He didn't go. No, he didn't go to Miami. Uh, but he was part of a bowling team where he hurt oh. his knee, and then also a salsa dancing class where he also injured his knee. Yeah, and he also like would play music loud. I heard in his neighborhoods and like drive his cars and stuff. Hell that's that what I heard. Basketball. No, just that. those are the stories around Andrew Bynum. Like he would, he would play really loud music and annoy his neighbors. Like no, I, just heard yes, I feel like that's my question. Like, why is that a story? Like, how do we even know that? I'm oh, yes. spending a lot of money at restaurants too. That's what I heard. You being serious? No. <laughs> well, I mean, you, hear, you hear about those NBA players who are like bad tippers, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of crazy that like Andrew Bynum was on the team the last time the Lakers won a playoff series. And um, here we are now, man. Yeah, that's a little weird. So what, it's been seven years since the it, Lakers were in the playoffs? Eight years since they won a series because they didn't win anything when uh, Dwight was on that team. Yeah. Got swept by the Spurs. Wow, that's such a shame. <laughs> I know. I mean, who would have saw that coming? It's weird because I – I re- obviously I watched that series, but for some reason the last image of the playoffs in my head is still Andrew Bynum decking JJ Barea. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Like my my last image of the last time they made the playoffs is uh, Kobe and Powell. Kobe all suited up and like him comfort comforting Powell on the bench. You know that one? Oh, that was in the. I I forgot that, that was, was in the playoffs. That was when, that's that was Game Four, I think. Yeah, my two first things. Yeah. Oh, okay. My my two final things are the definitely the elbow to JJ, mm-hmm. but also Dwight just getting ejected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that I'm the one surprised. where he fought Mitch Kupchak? Is that that one? Or no? Um, or not? Or it looked like? No, he I think it was Mitch. a different game. I think oh. I think you could see Mitch like looking at him disappointed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, nice of us to reminisce on that, but we could also <laughs> kind of take a look at the predictions we made, see how wrong we were. Terrible transition. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see you do better. Uh, I, I I would like to see your bracket do better than mine, but it's not. So, <laughs> Okay, as Kendrew alluded to, uh, we're going to discuss the Lakers' return to the playoffs very soon. But first, uh, around – that was like 10 months ago now. Around 10 yeah. months ago. I didn't have hair. Wow. The only, oh, thing, only thing that's changed. The only yeah, thing just, that's changed. just that. Just the one. Yeah. Um, about 10 months ago, we uh, we all made some predictions about how we thought the season was going to go, uh, including our potential finals matchups. So uh, now that the Lakers are in the playoffs, the playoffs are about to start. Let's go over those predictions and see just how right slash wrong we <laughs> were. 
what date was that on again? I'm trying to find the picture. It's around November 9. So you I didn't have that prediction. ready. I'll say Ali, Ali didn't have that ready. But. Well, I, I went back to my photos and I guess it refreshed. <laughs> so I had to get that up again. But I got it. We're good now. We're good. Wait, you went to your photos, you chose a photo, and then your phone refreshed and like took you back. That sounds like a terror. Why would a phone do such a thing? Do you have an iPhone by any chance? Dog. I'm just gonna transition. So who wants to go first? You wanna go? You know, Rick, you you go ahead. You go first, bro. That would make sense. Okay. So um, being the only one without an iPhone, you go. You go first. Green bubble ass. <laughs> Taken different ways. Interesting. Um. So back uh, back then, I had the Lakers. Actually, I, I'm embarrassed to say this. I had the Lakers coming in third in the Western Conference. Uh, behind both the Clippers and the Nuggets, which is disgusting. Um, then obviously I had the Clippers and Lakers meeting in the Western Conference Finals for a Lakers-Philly Finals, which definitely won't happen anymore. I had Lakers-Philly Finals too. Yeah, I, I did too, but I um, mean, with, uh, with Ben Simmons out, you know, we, we don't know. That might unlock Joel Embiid's potential. We'll see. If he cares this time, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I also had Philly in the finals. I didn't think I did, but I guess I did. But I had the Lakers the one seed at least. I had them winning sixty games, which I think will come would have came to fruition. Uh, but yeah, I also had Philly in the finals. So I guess we all had a lot of hope on that on that team. I, I had actually, I had Philly winning too. Oh, I remember you guys were mad about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. I had Lakers as the three seed. I had Denver the one seed, Clippers the two seed, Lakers the three seed. Me as well. I, uh, I, I had a. So I, I can't find uh, my document, uh, unfortunately, but uh, I, I do remember the Clippers getting knocked off by the Nuggets and the Nuggets and the Lakers meeting up in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Clippers, Lakers, Western Conference Finals, and then Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Eastern Conference Finals. Who would you guys have for the awards, like six-man defense player? I had Lou Will, I believe, and then I think I had either AD or Giannis as defensive player of the year. Yeah, I had I had Lou Will, six-man, AD, defense player, and then I had, I had LeBron as the assist champ, and then Paul George as the all-star game MVP. Those are weirdly specific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I, make- and I think on uh, February 12th, um, I you know what? I think DJ Augustin is going to put up uh, like 32 points against the Raptors. <laughs> I had Goran Dragic as a uh, six man of the year. Is, he's good. not a he's not a candidate, is he? No, no, no. Okay, I thought he would be. Um, and I also had AD Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I had Taylor Horn Tucker as a D League champ, whatever that means. I'm not. I don't remember what that 100% meant. But <laughs> so uh, he's. A, I mean, if the Lakers win this year, like he is a champion and he's on the D League team, so like technically you're not wrong. There's there's an alternate universe where you actually predicted uh, the pandemic and the D League actually decided to crown a champion by having a one on one tournament. <laughs> so that's not a bad alternate reality. <laughs> Um, I, one of uh, us predicted the lead, the uh, season being suspended. I would have been, and that happened. I would have been freaked out. I would have um, just told you to play a lottery ticket. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm very disappointed that uh, how I met your mother went on and up until like year 2030, and he never mentions the pandemic once. Never. It's true. This is true. You, they could have warned us, you know. Yeah. Nope. Ted Mosby's <sighs> just way too horny to do anything else. But, but daddy what about the pandemic shut up All right. <laughs> let me talk about your back mom. to your mom <laughs> <laughs> um i had derrick rose for six man of the year i don't really know what i was thinking to be completely honest with you but uh, i did have ad winning defensive player of the year so there's that i uh, i remember i had a the uh the spurs winning like 50 games and now i look like an idiot but <laughs> i have I have Spurs winning 44. Me too. Me too. Nice. I had them winning 40, so I'm not sure. 
Yeah, well, 44 is better. So. <laughs> well, I had Portland winning 49, so there's that. Well, no, I had that, New Orleans at 25 wins, which isn't that far off, right? They were pretty, they were pretty bad. 49 is what Dame's going to have to average for the uh, Blazers for to have a chance. Oh, man. Um, what's it called? I mean, considering all of these things, like, do you guys uh, have anything that was just like you're wildly off on? Plenty. I don't uh, know. I mean, I had the Golden State Warriors with a winning record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Utterly ridiculous. I um. Yeah. I, there's um. I'm not sure if you guys follow uh, Joe Thumb on uh, Twitter, but he he was just like, let it be known that the Warriors sat Steph out because they knew he wouldn't be able to carry this team to the playoffs and didn't want to tarnish his legacy. And I was like, might be onto something there, bro. <laughs> Some delicious tea you're sipping there. Who's your, who's your league pass team MVP? Oh, I I think I had uh, Pelican. I had Pelicans. Okay. I think I might have put the Wolves. I had Phoenix, so I must have been from the future or something. Wow. I, I, I really had the Suns. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Bulls, which is just disgusting. Oh, man. I also had Zach Levine winning the uh, All-Star Game MVP. So. <laughs> there, that, that you a have Zach we... Levine? Yes. Yeah, winning future the All-Star. Laker? Bro. Talk to him. <laughs> Who was your who, who who was your guys' uh scoring champ? Harden. Harden. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> who is your league pass player MVP? That's the Trae one. Trey Young. Trey Young? Yeah. Yotan Bien. Great hey, Miles. Great Miles think alike. Always. <laughs> I had Zion, which I think would have been right if he played, so Oh, I guess that, guess that makes it wrong. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm in a group project that I didn't contribute anything to. There's that Clay Thompson photo on the yeah. bench. Yeah. <laughs> Clay Thompson fouled out five points. <laughs> Still smiling. <laughs> I, 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 I love Clay. He's such a dork, but I, love, I truly love that guy. Kendrew, um, Kendrew Jimmy Butler meme to the spreadsheet. We, we, we sent it to him, and he just like yeah, crumbled he just it up. Yeah, just crumbled it up. Oh, oh, one thing. What was your Sacramento Kings records? I think I had them only winning like 28 to 33 games. I remember I, I had them pretty low because it was just like, I was like, if Luke Walton can't do anything with Braun and his team, like, what is he going to fucking do with like Marvin Bagley? <laughs> I had them at 22 wins. So 22? Yeah. Damn. You're, I had 36. Here's a real quick question though who do you guys think will be the worst team in the west next year i know honey posed this on twitter um mm-hmm. pretty recently but a lot of people were saying timberwolves but no they can't get it together there's a chance for that though um uh i think the kings might be the worst in the west i think the spurs really spurs. that's interesting I think they draw. What's that look you're giving me, Rick? I mean, I just I the I think worst. Yeah, yeah, I think you're selling the Spurs mad short. Think, actually, look at every worst? team that's in the West. Look at every team that's in the West. Look at. They I don't have think there's solid players though. Yeah, yeah. The only got, team you can say that might have a worse record, realistically, is the key. Then worse than them is the Kings, Phoenix, and I think that's all you can safely say. I I don't think Phoenix is. Yeah. But exactly, so I think it would have to be the Spurs. Who else would drop down that low? I mean, Kings. the Kings. <laughs> yeah, but they're the only team in the front, and that could possibly. But they're but they're a certainty to be worse than the Spurs. I think like, I think the Wolves also are going to be like bad, yeah, but I don't think they're going to be like the worst. No, they're about to restart this summer. Not like restart with players, but like restart with the office and coaching staff and all that. With the Kings, coaching staff is my guess. The, with the Kings? Yeah. You do realize that whatever they're going to do is going to be the wrong thing. <laughs> That's just how they've been operating. Yeah, but there's a saying that goes, 85 wrongs make a right. And I think that was their 85th time making a wrong. So Why wouldn't you choose an even number? 
I, don't know, I feel like uh, D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns defense is just going to give up a million points. And I, I feel like, I don't know. I think they'll be worse than the Kings. I, uh, I want to, I want Devin Booker to be on that team too, because I think they would be the most fun 28 one team out there. <laughs> I'll give them 35, give them 35 wins. That's, you only got one ball though. Is is the thing, you know? Like, that'd be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. But um, yeah, people said that with Harden Westbrook, and it worked. Yeah, after they got rid of Clint Capella, and it was like, you know what, the tallest guy on this court is going to be <laughs> six foot eight. <laughs> yeah, True. they're going to lose to the Thunder. I'm just throwing that out there right now. <laughs> that see, I do. I really want are that. You, I are really, you that really want Westbrook's that. Out there? Yeah, yeah, that makes a big difference to me. <laughs> I I really want that because if that's the case, that makes life a lot a ton easier for the Lakers if yeah. they make it past the first round. Because I'm saying that just because I don't want to jinx anything, uh, and I'm very superstitious. I got no wood to knock on, just yeah. m- marble countertops. So so, so we get like a this man right here. <laughs> we get a mono mono Chris Paul versus James Harden game one. I guess if. Uh, Westbrook doesn't play. Lord rest my beating heart. That just sounds amazing, bro. <laughs> are we are we are we talking about playoffs right now? Yeah. What not? What what do you think? What do you think is gonna be the most physical matchup? Um James Harden and the urge to not leave the bubble for a strip club. <laughs> okay. Um. But, oh, but, but besides that, there are no Orlando strip clubs renowned for their wings, though. And as we all know, NBA players only go to gentlemen's clubs for their true. wings. That's also, true. why is a youth but, gentlemen's clubs? Not gentlemen. Anyway, continue. It, it's, it's, it's a quick plane ride to Miami. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> That's an hour plane ride to Miami. Most physical first round matchup. Oh, I could start. I I would think I would Philly think it's Celtics. Miami Indiana. That's going. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like TJ Warren is averaging, I think, like almost half of his output um, when he plays Miami compared to other teams. Because I think he's shooting around. He's averaging like around like nineteen points a game. Um, but whenever he plays Miami, he only averages around ten. So if they lock him down, then like. Yeah, yeah. He looked like prime MJ against us, like fadeaways, threes. No, he was and hitting clutch shot. After yeah, I know. Shot. It was ridiculous. Like, you know how Phil Jackson made Tyloo uh, try to like emulate AI during practices. Like DJ Warren, it was emulating Kawhi out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was ridiculous. I mean, between that. Um, do you guys have? Do you guys think that there are going to be any upsets um, in the first round for the East or West? For West, I, the only thing I can think of is OKC over Houston. But that's not even an upset. Yeah, four, four, five is a very hard time to call it an upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that would be a pretty big, uh, big upset. Like Houston, Houston thinks they can win the title. Like the, Chris that's Paul and the Houston Thunder always thinks that though. Okay, but they like that's what the, their chips are in and. OKC is playing with house money. Like Chris Paul has nothing yeah. to like prove here. He can just go out and play. There's no pressure on them. Like this is all on Houston. I think that is a big yeah. upset. I would agree like, with okay. you if Russell Westbrook was healthy. Since he's yeah. not healthy, I think it would be an upset. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the game is predicated on explosiveness and stuff like that. And if he's like hampered, then like he's not going to be full on Russell Westbrook. And we saw this dude play with a dent in his face before. Like, you know that if he wanted to be playing, he would be playing. This probably is something a lot. Yeah, uh, they really want to keep him healthy. The there's two in the East because Miami's five, Indiana's four. I think Miami's going to beat Indiana. So there's that again, not really an upset. But the one I think could happen. Will it happen? I don't think so, but could happen. Philly over Boston. Without Simmons, though, you think they can beat him without Simmons? They're a different team without Simmons. I'm not saying they're better, but sometimes it works. Boston's just I don't know. They're I feel like they're too. They're like their floor is too high okay. to like meet. I still think Boston wins though. Yeah, let me get that out there. Sadly, I think they do win. I think on like a possession by possession basis, though, 
Like, I just mm-hmm. don't see – like, Boston's a better team. They have more talent than yes. Philly. But, like, I just don't – like, who was guarding Joel Embiid? Daniel Tice? Shimmy Ojale? His motor. Like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Time Lord? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's also weird because uh, I – one, obviously, I don't believe in the Bucs. Uh, just their coach Bob Oh, Mike. yeah. I think we talked about that um, like pretty extensively like last podcast where we're just like there's just something up with the Bucks, man. They they didn't look that good in the bubble. Like I know we didn't either, but like they they just looked off. And honestly, if like if it's that easy to get into Giannis's head, then like every team should just sign a German MAGA dude as a replacement player and get him to get headbutted and boom, like ejection. Like we're simple. We're good to go. Uh, how mad do you have to be to headbutt somebody? Like, I don't think I've ever gotten to that point where I wanted to like headbutt somebody. How, this dude's like, never how... seen Zidane in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my head is just too precious to me. Like I've, yeah. I've read too much about CTE. No. I'm not going to hit you with my head. Like, That's the thing, like hitting someone with your head. You take somebody hurt. else's head and just slam it into this. It takes like a lot of anger to like get up to that point, right? Like there's a lot of stuff you go through first before you go like, okay, my head is the weapon that I'm going to use here in my opinion. Like, you gotta be like not thinking at the moment. You gotta be so pissed that like it's just that's just an instant reaction. And Mo Wagner, like, is that the one like to do it to? What know. a waste! What a waste! Yeah, no. Yeah. No, man. Mo get, Mo gets under people's skin. Like, yeah, he, he does. Well, he I talks for- a lot. I forgot yeah. that actually. He I forgot talks that a lot. Like, I feel like it'll be just a simple, easy game. Like, nothing's going on. He'll just talk, talk, talk. Freak, freak my ass, huh? And he's like, oh, yeah. no, you know what? Yeah, some stuff like that. Out of of context, that sounded a little bit more inviting than it was (laughs) that annoying. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. um, Wait, leave that out? (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not trying to have that. Put that in the trailer for this one. (laughs) Literally, just just have that, like, three-second clip, and that's it. Rick, sample it in a song. (laughs) So this is male WAP, huh? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys have any bold predictions for? Uh, well, I mean, before we go to the uh, to the playoff game, what do you guys think of the play-in game? Beautiful. They yeah. should stick. They got to keep it around forever. Keep it. Okay, so here's the question though: If they keep it, what is the criteria? Because if if the ninth seed is like four games back from the eighth seed after 82 games, then like I'm not trying to see a play-in game. Like you had 82 games, three should be three games back. No, no, it should not. Why? It's too close. Like I, you, yeah, you need to be like it's after 82 games, bro. You either need to be tied or within like less. You need to be within like half a game for me to like want to. You had 82 chances. Yeah. I want more of a possibility of that happening, though. <laughs> nah. And seriously, I, I, no, because it's a lot if of you fun. do that, those people will want to just tank. They're like, oh, we're four games back? Nah, I'm good. I'm just going to tank now. There's no shot at it. Like, think but about now it now. incentive for like, the ninth seed, the tenth seed to like continue because they know there's a chance. Yeah. At, at least adds more intrigue instead of just like, oh, well, uh, I guess we're going to get the 15th pick in the draft now kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't think it screws like the top seed though, kind of like to where they don't know their opponent to like the late. I guess that's what people were saying. That's kind of the downside of it. It's kind of like I'm, the top seeds have to, you know, they they don't know their opponent. They don't have any. They don't get any advantage out of that. But I guess that wouldn't matter in a regular situation. Yeah, because you already you've already done your respective scouting and like right, yeah. prep for each of the teams. Um, but I mean, it, it, things are typically are pretty unfair for this team that has just missed the playoffs for almost a decade now. Own, it's a family-owned team, you know. Nobody expected them to succeed. Like they uh, they're going up against their team that's owned by a corporate overlord and Steve Bomber. Like <laughs> we believe, we we believe, we believe, bro. <laughs> we believe Lakers. You heard it here first. <laughs> Very original. I came up with it myself. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, there are Warrior fans that are really mad right now. I know, now. they really are. They're like, did you know we started it? No, who's Baron Davis? What are you talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm surprised I... a lot of the current Warrior fans are just like, hey, man, who's Baron Davis? Steven <laughs> Jackson? What? The Matt Barnes like, co-host? That guy? Andrew, one of my close friends, he... <laughs> I was just showing... He, I saw a text from him and I opened it up. He sends me the link to your tweet, uh-huh. and he just goes, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> he was so pissed. He called me, and he's like, "Dude, this is the most this is the biggest bullshit I've seen." He was like, "Legit." He, I guess, like, I don't know. I guess, like, that's like a like. Sometimes I think Warrior fans love the We Believe team way more than like their championship team. Oh yeah, because those actually counted. Like, that's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, that's also like. I mean, I, I I really like the Warriors up until they got too good for me to like be like, oh, they're the yeah. scrappy, lovable underdogs. I got a lot of respect for their, that team, but like, listen, man, like I, I get it, Warrior fans. Like, uh, you finally have success after being so crappy for you know your entire lifetime. So just gotta you gotta take the jokes, you gotta take the jokes, you gotta humble yourselves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares what they think. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to the nitty gritty, the meat of this episode, shall we? Sorry, I just had like five ice cubes in my mouth at once, and my tongue got kind of numb, so I had trouble with those words just now. <laughs> All right, so along that same vein, if you go on Twitter, you might get concerned because apparently the Lakers are just—they should just be shaking in their boots, shiver me timber style about this here matchup. So I just wanted to just throw it to the group. Ali, are you are you worried as a Laker fan right now? I'm worried that they're going to have to play six games instead of four that it could have been with another team. But as far as losing the series, no, not at all. If anything, I, I keep telling – and people think I'm lying when I say this. From watching those like two last two games or so from Portland, it made me even more confident. Just because, like, look at what they did against, like, for example, Karis LeVert. Just imagine that being LeBron. Like, the, LeBron's going to eat this series. It's their defense. Portland's defense is just not like they. What Portland has to do is their offense has to be so damn good in order to win. Like it has to be nearly perfect in order for them to win to make up for their defense. So no. I will say this though: the last time we got overly confident, uh, the Lakers were in the lead for three quarters and then blew it in the fourth against the Clippers opening night. Um, I think a lot of it's kind of predicated on if we can just do the smart things like with, uh, who was the last, uh, game against before Memphis, uh, oh, the Nets where they, they kept, uh, dropping yeah. against Damon. I was just like, what, like, why, why are you doing this kind of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's getting everything he wants. Um, and I think a lot of it too is just like if uh, Vogel is going to get his personnel right, because if JaVale is out there for too long, um, that's just going to be problems for us because he's just going to get toasted. Um, and also, like, will we have our own three point shooting in case Portland does get hot? Because, um, I, I guess Gary Trent Jr. is the next Steph Curry and, uh, can heat up at any moment, but, um, you know, we really need to be able to keep up on threes. Like, I'm not going to say it's like too much of a walk in a park. Yeah, Portland's defense is bad, but I don't want to be uh, on the wrong end of the uh, the one seed losing against eight. You know, but I mean, then again, we're the scrappy underdogs that nobody believes in, so we'll see. Yeah, the the we believe stuff is fun, and I see a lot of people think this is going to be a cakewalk series, and I just I just don't like see that. Um, I, I think Portland does what we struggle with the most. They have two guards who can score off of high ball screens, and that's what we struggle with the most. And Bogle is 100% going to start JaVale McGee, and he's 100% going to do a drop coverage no matter how many times they tell him hard hedge on every single pick and roll, he's still going to drop. And Dame's going to have, like, open threes. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not nervous about the series, but, like, they've played four straight playoff games, and we haven't cared since opening night. Like, we, I feel like they're yeah. going to go up pretty big to start it's going to be like, I think I tweeted this. They're going to go up like 15-6. We're going to call a timeout. Lakers Twitter is going to lose its mind. All of NBA Twitter is going to be like, I told you so. You know, like I, that's how I see the first game 
kind of going. But I think eventually, yeah, LeBron and AD should take over when because they, they can't defend us either. But Danny Green's gonna have to hit open shots. Like he he has to in this series. They're gonna double the hell out of AD and yeah. But it should be like a five six game series. That's that's what I was gonna ask. What do you guys think is gonna be the prediction? I say if I think five game series. Real quick, um, just to get you guys' thoughts on this, would you guys feel more confident in the Lakers if they had Avery Bradley with them right now? Absolutely. Slightly. Yeah. Slight, like, I definitely more confident. Like, without yeah. a doubt, I'm not going to say the same, but slightly. I just feel like Avery Bradley, like, the way I want the Lakers to play this series involves a lot of doubling Dame. And I feel like yeah. if we had Avery Bradley, I just, I'd be like, oh, only double him half the time I want you to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just throw Avery at him. He did, he did, he did really uh, well in terms of just, like, really being point of attack defender kind of thing. Just like being like right on him as soon as he crosses the half court kind of thing. But uh, what, what do you think, Raj? Yeah, I think so. Um, like when I look back um, watching, it was actually a lot more KCP and Caruso on him. Uh, mm. Avery Bradley didn't didn't even start the first game in December against Dame. And then yeah. the, the last one was that Kobe game. So I'm not really sure what to take from that yeah. one. But um, it was mostly Caruso and KCP. And I thought they did well. But like Dame pretty much when I went back and watched all his shots, like he like in the first two games, he shot six from 21 from three. And they were all over AD. They were all switches. Like he's not shooting over any kind of guards. It's just he's just getting the big and taking step back threes. And he hit them all on that game after obviously the Kobe um, thing happened. But yeah, like, I, I feel like I would feel maybe a little more comfortable because we'd have another guy to throw at CJ McCollum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure Danny Green is going to be good enough to stay with him the whole series, but maybe a guy with a fractured back or whatever he has. Maybe a little Final. bit slower. Final, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe I'd feel a little more comfortable with Bradley. So there's one thing I want from this series – I just don't think JaVale should be on the floor unless Hassan Whiteside is also on the floor because they kind of balance each other out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're two, two memes of centers going at each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is why, like, the main thing that worries me is Nurkic. Like, I, I just don't want – I don't want AD to have to end up guarding Nurkic seriously for, like, a lot of minutes. I don't right trust now. JaVale on Nurkic because Nurkic is too good of a playmaker. Like, I feel like JaVale is going to take unnecessary gambles. Like, I, Oh, yeah. He's going to be going up for uh, – he's going to – that dude's just going to end up fouling out. <laughs> and I just yeah. – I, I don't want – there's too much attention that needs to be given to other Blazers players for, like, yeah. us to be worried about, okay, now we got to guard their bigs too. Because, like, we all know Melo's going to go off once for 30 <laughs> points. Just once. Let us all know about it. <laughs> exactly. And, like, if Nurkish has 15 points and seven assists that game, we might lose that game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he, Denver had Jokic and Nurkic. I don't, like, they had them, they had them both. That, that's yeah. hard to, that's hard to, that's hard to. Uh... Well, sorry to interrupt you. I just want to say I, I, I'm known as a, as a Nuggets hater. Um, that was actually the impetus for my hatred of the Nuggets. I really liked uh, Nurkic back then, and I wanted them to keep him and trade Jokic. And ever since that moment, I've always hated the Nuggets. Well, first off, they made the right choice. Well, yes, of course. The Jamal Murray-Lonzo thing was just fuel to the fire. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I I never thought Nurkic was going to be this good. I I never saw this. Like, he makes Portland a whole different team. Yeah, I actually, like, when the Lakers were, like, at their worst, like, Portland was one of those teams I really liked to watch. Um, like if I said like there was like another team that I was following outside of the Lakers, it probably would be Portland. Um, but yeah, that dude's just very versatile, uh, versatile in terms of like what he opens up for them on the offensive end. But like defensively, like solid, but like you, you still take Ron and AD against him all the time kind of thing. You know what I mean? For sure, right? Yeah, they just gotta stop. Just gotta like people were talking about the Braun AD pick and roll all summer, and we didn't. Really, I feel like we we didn't really get to see it used to its full effect, kind of thing, you know? Right, it right. was used, but like not nearly as much as you think. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh. It's funny because it feels like every time they ran a pick and roll, like it worked 80% of the time. Yeah. Do you guys have like a, an X factor to the series? Already do. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Ollie. I, I mean, I, I want to say something different because you, I had the same one as you, but I want to say something different than you. Honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to say Danny green. I'm going to go with Danny green. I think it's important for him to hit his shots. Um, especially when like LeBron attacks and they'll probably double LeBron a lot this series. Mm-hmm. And PG will be the open guy. Part of the reason who of your guy, your guy that you chose, I won't say, I'll let you, I'll let you say it, but yeah, I just think I think DG has to step it up because defensively he'll be there, but he's just got to he's really got to like at least knock down like thirty eight to forty percent of his threes. Oh, uh, I'll go. <laughs> uh, my my X factor is Alex Caruso. Uh, honestly, I I think we we're gonna need a guard to to defend. Um, I think he was like probably the best one that I saw when we were watching back defending Dame. And so we don't have to trap as much as like we were talking earlier. Um, yeah, it'd probably be, and he has to get open shots too, right? They're going to leave him open um, and he's going to have to take them. I'm going to stick with Nurk um, just because two, it's a, it's a twofold issue. One, if, if the Lakers have to give Nurk more attention on, on when the Lakers are on defense, I just feel like that just doesn't bode well. Um, if Nurk is like going off on our centers and two, I, I'm just of the belief that we should be trapping Dame as much as possible. Um, but even if we don't, they're going to do that high screen and roll. They do with Nurk because he's, he's effective. Like he's not, yeah. he's not a playmaker, but he's effective in that, in that situation, that four on three situation. And if we, him, if we can make him uncomfortable, that's fantastic. But if he's comfortable in that four on three, then like it's, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to bode well for us. I was originally going to say uh, Vogel in terms of like him being able to like put out the right personnel, but like thinking about it more, I I actually think if CJ like really gets it going, like that's going to be a lot, a lot of trouble for the Lakers kind of thing. Like, cause if he's like fully effective kind of thing, um, Dame doesn't really have to work as much, but it still gives the, Blazers, another guard who's going to put up like what nineteen or twenty game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And um, you know that, like if if he he's either uh, really in rhythm, we have no one to stop him. Like that's really going to screw us because like uh, I forgot who said it before, but they do have those two guards that really can give the Lakers problems. So, bro, I just feel like they only have six players to play. Yeah. The Lakers? Like, no, the, the the Blazers. Like I, I'm not afraid of when Winyan Gabriel and Hassan yeah. Whiteside come into the game. Like I'm just not. Right. Um, and if it weren't for the restart, I wouldn't care when Gary Trent came into the game either. You know what yep. I'm saying? Right. Um, so like, I, I partially feel like the X Factor might be the Portland bench because like if <laughs> like they need Nurkic, Collins, Mello, CJ, Dame, and Gary Trent on the floor. Like that's yeah. six dudes. The the minute. That seventh or eighth guy steps on the floor. It's a wrap. It's yeah. it's it's uh it's switch hunting and yeah, I, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plus the Lakers can make Dame work right on the other end in a way that Memphis or even uh the Nets mm-hmm. just couldn't do. LeBron can just call a switch every mm-hmm. single time, and uh, they did they did that a lot in the games. Actually, they they just called a switch and they're gonna uh, put Carmelo on him, right? Carmelo like have to on, on LeBron. Yeah. They have no. Who else would they put? I think they put Gary Trent. Honestly, I mean that's their that's their best that's defender. Their barbecue chicken. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, he's eating all day. All day, all day. Like with Carmelo, at least he has someone his size, and like I don't know, Carmelo knows him. So Carmelo also like I, like I know it's like Carmelo Anthony, but like Carmelo locked up Luca at the end of the game against the against the Mavs. Carmelo sees a little thinner, he's a little more. What you think? I feel like, I feel like that's like. Talking? I think that's attributed to like the inexperience from Luca. Yep, I mean for sure. Yeah, this is also his Knicks fan talking right now. The Knicks are my second team, bro. They have been for a very long time. All right. No wonder you're so angry all the time. Who, <laughs> Joe? I'm angry. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just maybe, playing. Maybe, maybe, you look like you're about to headbutt him right now. Maybe to you, maybe to you West Coasters, but on the East Coast, I don't belong. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just got told to shush, so I should really be careful. <laughs> got told to shush from a Knicks fan? Why are you trying to star stuff? Oh, man. Okay, so I'll you say Lakers in five. Rick, Raj, what do you guys think? I'm going to go six. I mean, it could be five. I just think that we're going to get two Dame just going crazy games. Yeah, the one game I have is just Dame going off and, like, not being able to stop him whatsoever. Yeah. I'm going to go Lakers in five with the caveat that Dame actually goes off every single game. <laughs> what do you think he averages? I think he averages 40 points. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It just doesn't 20 matter, free throws. <laughs> who's the who's the Lakers leading scorer of the series? I say Braun. It has to be AD. AD, I say Braun. That that was my point. You said Raj, you said it about the free throws. Yeah. I think AD will legitimately average yeah. 15 free throws. Yeah. He should. Yeah. 15? Yeah. He's going to get like they just got to stop posting him up so much. Like it, it gets really annoying sometimes because when he get he gets doubled in the post like he's not really the best like passer. Right. Like he has he had so many turnovers whenever he was getting doubled in the post, um, like all throughout the bubbles. You could really see that that was an issue for him. So, like he cleans that up. Sure, I feel a little bit more comf- uh, more comfortable with him out there. But like they really just gotta keep going at him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's tough when McGee's out there though, because there's no real space to like run. Yeah. Like high yeah. ball screens, right? So you kind of go that's, to eighty in the post as a double comes. Someone caught the snitch hotline. He went out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those those vlogs just aren't as funny anymore. Like I I watched the other one. I was like, it's just not. They don't hit like they used to. They yeah. is that because they're actually not as funny, or just because Javale's play has gone down? Oh, so definitely yeah. the latter. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely the latter. Yeah, it was it was all good when we're all enjoying it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, when it was some Come scrimmage on, games, it was all fun. But like you know, yeah. All right, so we've gone 45 minutes, and we discussed the Portland matchup without talking about Rajon Rondo. Nah, nah, stop. <laughs> Just drop. Stop. Don't do this to the spot. No, but, like, we're, we're going to eventually get playoff Rondo in a Lakers uniform for the first time. Are we? I mean, they didn't say he has a timeline. It's been five weeks. Timeline was six to eight weeks. Rondo's notorious for actually coming back before he should. <laughs> I don't think it happens this series. Mm, okay. I think I think when he gets cleared, he still won't play. They'll still like because like at least I think the Lakers were like I think clearly they want him to play and I want they want him to be in the rotation, but I think they'll like ease him in because they you can't just throw someone right into the playoffs without having to. Think about it. He barely, like, he didn't play at all. Like, people at least got some bubble games. He didn't even get bubble games then. Yeah. I, I don't know. Rondo doesn't look like a guy that's like, hey, yeah, ease me in. You know what I mean? Give, give me, like, no, two. correct. <laughs> and that's where I hope Vogel is, like, hold yeah. on, we'll ease you in. Yeah. The, the crazy thing is, is, like, you could see the difference of, uh, like, the quality of bench play when, when you had waiters out there. Oh, man. Like, it's going to make me really sad to see Dion not play as much if uh, Rondo's out there. Not like I'm a huge Dion guy, but like what he was doing for the Lakers was what we needed instead of Rondo. Like yeah. All yeah. First and foremost, Dion, if you're listening, fuck what he talking about. I'm a huge <laughs> Dion guy. <laughs> he, if, he, if he hits a game winner, uh, you guys got the order for this. I will get bet on yourself tattooed on my body. Bet on yourself. Wow. Yeah. Can we that's, choose that's where? A, huh? <laughs> Can we choose where? No. I, I I will just get that tattoo on my body. Uh. How about this? How about this? Can we can we choose a poll of no. four places? No, because here's the thing. If I have, if I'm putting this out there and you're too scared to bet a hundred dollars, you don't have a say in this. I'm not too scared. I'm just too poor. Uh huh. <laughs> I really want to buy these Kobe shoes, guys. Can you get them? Yeah, and I'm today? trying to save up. That's why I can't spend a hundred on the bet. 
You're gonna have to pay for this tattoo yourself, Kendrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll put that out there. Dion hits a game winner. Let's do it. Just put it around <clears> the nipple. <throat> bet on yourself in a circle. How big? How how big is your nipple if you're making gestures that large, Ali? <laughs> I said like this. This 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 is not working out in an audio format. But this guy is <laughs> literally tracing his entire pec area. It was it was a wide <laughs> diameter. Yeah. I will say that. Just put bet on yourself on it around the nipple. <laughs> got a Costco, Costco pizza size nipple oh. you got going on there. Okay, this is going off the uh, rails. Yeah. <laughs> the forum after dark. <laughs> um, all right. Well, wait, Kendra, did you give your, your Portland prediction in games? I, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I'm, as I said, kind of superstitious. So okay. I'm not going to. That's no, fair. you can't do that. You're the one texting me, I want Portland. And I was like, dude, relax. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I want Portland. Give me Portland. Like, I was like, Portland in six. No, uh, Lakers, in, <laughs> Lakers in six. Lakers in six. Okay. okay, first of all, Raj D'Angelo Russell over here yeah. putting people's <laughs> private conversations on blast. Yeah. Because oh, I'm like, no. I'm over there nervous watching CJ McCollum like drill every single clutch jumper. And Kendry's like, no, no, no. Still, I want the Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> all right well at least we all have the lakers winning except for kendrew kind of <laughs> <laughs> kendrew, just give a give an opposite prediction i did oh i okay i blinked <laughs> i have those moments dude yeah. ha- having the the video as a as a new dimension to yeah we might have to change our marketing tactics. We might have to release these after all. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll, we'll move on to the last segment now to, to wrap up the pod with a little bit of a, a little bit of forum potpourri. Yep. Kendra. So my... No, no, Rick, by all means. No, it was me handing the torch off oh. to you, oh, I sir. See, I see. I see. I, I apologize about that. Um, so my thing was uh, there was a lot of talk about like where uh, certain players should be going, uh, you know, prior to the season starting, going to the early season. If the Lakers had Carmelo Anthony instead of Marquise Morris, do you think that would make the team better or worse? Now, I also want to add in is is he playing the same role that he is with Portland or is he just getting those tertiary minutes like Keith is on the Lakers? He's getting the Morris minutes. I don't think he'll accept it as the thing. He, I, like that role. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's, he would have demanded a bigger role if that was the case. Do you think he has, he can do that though? Stay mellow, man. It's it's the concern that his minutes would be taken away from Kuz. I feel like him and Kuz would be playing the same role, and that's yeah. exactly why yeah. he's not on the team because those are Kuz's yeah. minutes. I wanted Melo on the team. I think if he were getting the Morris minutes, I would prefer Melo. Mm. But he wouldn't be getting the Morris minutes. He'd no. be getting the Kuz minutes, so we'd be worse. So Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If, yeah. if it's true that he would demand more minutes and like you know that whole thing would happen and Kuz would get less – and for sure, Morris is the better fit. Yeah, I feel like we already have an example of this. Like, how much does Rondo play because of, you know, how much respect LeBron has for him, right? Yeah. Now imagine Carmelo Anthony, who's his best friend, banana boat, uh, whatever you want to, other things you want to put on it. How many minutes would Carmelo get just being, you know, that close to LeBron? I mean, I don't think LeBron would have Carmelo as his team being the four, the 10th man, right? It just, it's like, that would be weird. Um I think on Portland, it's different. Like, he's just – he's going into their culture and stuff like that. But here, like, him and LeBron are best buds. I feel like, yeah, you know, that's the guy he'd want closing with him, right? He'd be like, I want Melo with me when we're, you know, in, <laughs> in late games. Like, that's – I feel like that's what would happen. Yeah. All right. Next potpourri question. I got one for you guys. Uh, we are nearing the end of the Lakers playoff drought. Uh, it'll end in 24 hours by the time the listeners hear this. So real quick, easy one. What has been your favorite moment of these, um, the dark ages of Lakers basketball? 
honestly just seeing young talent because like that wasn't something we saw beforehand at least for me it was they always would get veterans you know they'd always have a set team you never really saw like talent develop and and so on you know so i think just seeing the young guys like d-lo zoe ingram those guys you know just seeing them start their first year and then being in their second or third years and seeing you know how they progress and everything. I think that side of it has been my favorite. Now, was it on was it being on the winning side? No, but mm-hmm. it was the most fun part of it, at least for me. It was entertaining, and, and now we're following those players with other teams, and that's made it exciting to watch other teams. So I would say that part of it. And that also kind of shows how good the Lakers scouting department's been. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think it was definitely like, going to like summer league and being able to see like Laker, you know, like mm. p- people who are going to play on the Lakers up close. Like you don't like it, you don't really get courtside seats like that, uh, up, up that, of that kind of talent. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like to be able to be up close and see Brandon Ingram when you knew Brandon Ingram was going to be getting minutes on the parent team. And you're like sitting five feet away. I thought that was awesome. Like being able to be that close to some of the players who are going to be on the team, which I'm not sure when's the next time really going to be, able to do that I'm, this sounds really odd but i really enjoyed the nick young years like i think th- those were just so fun and so stupid but um like that moment where uh uh like the ball like the ball landed at palace feet he he got it and he didn't nail the three oh, yeah we were yeah. just like, celebrating i was just like i don't think i've ever felt happiness like that at that moment <laughs> But also like him stealing a game winner, <laughs> Lou, and yeah, and still drain, draining it. That was fun. Like I, I, I would have initially answered the same thing with, as uh, Ali because it, it, it's been really cool to see um, players develop like that. Because we don't really get too much of that in um, basketball compared to like uh, like international soccer, where you have like you know those. Uh, farm systems where people are playing for like the academies and going on from there. Right. So, right. so it kind of just feels like, you know, those older years were like seeing D'Lo, Zoe, Ingram, Randall start off. And then they went off to like their actual tenures with other club teams where they have bigger roles. Right. Um, and it gives you like more of a, an interest to start watching those other teams. Cause I've been watching, you know, more of the Pelicans, um, more of the well, I mean, last year too when uh, Randall was there, some of the Knicks, even though that, Hurts. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then especially like with, what what was, was doing with like uh, the Nets, um, or even with the Timberwolves because he was never really a warrior, and um, you can't tell me otherwise. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are fun times. What about you, Rick? Uh, I actually went super specific. Um, I remember this is kind of sad, actually, but I remember D'Angelo hitting a game winner against the Timberwolves on the same yeah. day that his grandma passed away. Uh, yeah. I just thought that was super clutch. He like clutch. Went over and hugged his family. Um, like he was ice in his veins before, but like I just thought that was crazy at a moment where like I think the Lakers were like on a on a rare winning streak um, yeah. at that point in time. So for him to like continue the winning streak and like hit that shot for his family, I was just like, oh, I, I mean, I at that point in time he was still the Lakers point guard of the future to me. So I was like, oh my god, this is the guy right here. He's got the Jones for it, um, and Magic did not believe so. So, but that was. I- I got a I got a potpourri question for us. Kind of similar in that way. Uh who is your favorite and Kendra, I think I know yours is probably Nick Young. Who is your favorite player during the last few years? Like when they're not making playoffs, who's been your favorite player? Oh, Delo. Oh really? Yeah, same. Delo's mine. Um oh, sorry, just to add on to that last question. Cheap tickets. <laughs> <laughs> And, and cheap with air Yeah, quotes. no, cheap. <laughs> cheap, cheaper. Cheaper, <laughs> cheaper tickets, word. <laughs> Mine's for sure D'Lo. Like, Ingram's second. D'Lo, like, I think because he was the first young young rook to, like, really join. And, like, he was hitting clutch. Ingram, his first season was a little slow. D'Lo off the bat, or, like, not off the bat, but he was hitting clutch shots, you know? Yeah. For me, it's Ingram, man. 
and like it's Ingram and then it's like a little gap and then it's D-Love for me but like just seeing Ingram's development like as a defender mm-hmm. as being on the ball and then watching him go up like go up against Giannis and like score against him on that last second game before his uh blood clots or something like that in his arms um yeah mm-hmm. I really enjoyed him I was praying so hard that we kept him but it wasn't to be but yeah definitely Brandon Ingram for me I'm gonna go Julius Randle uh, I love Next Julius. Man, this this guy. <laughs> I, I mean, I love Julius Randle, man. Uh, he is like, he is my basketball doppelganger when it comes to his game. <laughs> that is legitimately me on the court out there, just back to basket, and you don't look around. Dra- driving left into people's chests and not passing the ball. Um, blink, blink three times if Sam is holding a blue and orange gun. <laughs> no man she's not here i just love julius that's something we've actually bonded over um, he's, he's great he's yeah. uh and plus yeah. like for him to like get hurt like seven minutes into his rookie <sighs> season and come back and like granted it's not like he had a vast amount of improvement year over year but to just i don't know i appreciated how like he was he was about himself like yeah. He told Aaron Mintz, he was like, nah, if they if they want me to hold off because they want other people, like tell them to renounce me. I'll go get my own deal. And guess what? He went and got his deal and he started hitting threes. Like, what in the world? <laughs> um I just I appreciate it. He was a tough nosed dude. He was a tough nosed dude, physical player. Um, yep. does not at all fit the modern game, but uh he's my basketball doppelganger and I got love for him. And he's got a very cute family, you know. Kendra and his son Caden be out there. Yes, I follow them on Instagram, no big deal. <laughs> Rick, can I give you six players and you rank them? Yeah, go ahead. D'Lo, Ingram, Randall, Hart, Clarkson, Larry. Okay. I have an auditory comprehension problem, so I'm not going to be able to remember all those six names. <laughs> um, and you didn't put Lonzo in there. Yeah, over Larry. There's too many to do this. Never mind. How did I not put Lonzo? Well, that that could have right. been a potpourri, your favorite baby Laker. Yeah. But I mean, that kind of was. Yeah. It kind of was. It didn't because yeah. you said because Ali set it up like, "Oh, Nick Young is yours, Kendrew," but then we just all chose Young guys. So yeah, um, I, I'm actually very disappointed in myself for not throwing Zoe in that. Yeah, me too. But that's usual. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 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 all right, Raj, got a potpourri. You want to save it till next week? <laughs> well, I guess you guys kind of answered mine. I was gonna say. Um, if you'd only bring back one of the baby Lakers back to your team, who no. would it be? But I guess you guys kind of answered that, right? Would it be I D'Lo? Mean, if like on this team, like you have LeBron, you have AD, and then you have no, you have no cast face, right? You have those two max, and then you have a little bit to fill out the roster. You can get one of the, like the baby Lakers back. Who would you pick? D-Lo. I'd pick Ingram. <laughs> D'Lo? Okay. No. Actually, mine wouldn't be Ingram. I don't think they would specifically need mine. Actually, Josh Hart would fit really well in this team. He would. You'd pick him over Alonzo, though. I'd pick. I'd pick. I'd pick D'Lo. Uh, actually, no. I'd. I'd probably go Alonzo based on the requirements of the team and, uh, like, well, I mean, if he shot the way he did in the bubble, no, but. <laughs> Prior, sure, because uh, essentially, like what Lonzo needed just needed to be for us is a three and D point guard. Yeah, and he kind of is essentially that, you know. Yeah, I, I, I picked D'Lo then Lonzo. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, because if you have D'Lo out there, like they're just gonna attack him like every chance that he can get. Um, but with Lonzo, we won't have to worry about that. I would say that, um, like the hit aheads with. Um, with Braun and AD running up the court, like that's just gonna. Uh, Jesus, can you imagine that though? Ridiculous. Man. I know. Yeah. Like if there if there was like a way to bring Alonzo back, like go for it. That would be really that would be awesome. I'm not sure. Like maybe things have soured with the Pelicans, but like never know. Bring a bullet back. Well, yeah. new GM, new coach. So we'll see. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's a restricted free agent now, right? I think that's next year. That's next year. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah, because it just Ingram yeah, is Ingram. Yeah. Ingram's yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick, Rick, would you bring Julius Randall back? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely. I said I, I said I said I like him. I didn't say I want him on the squad. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh my god! I'm just, like, trying, I'm just trying to imagine that. There, there's nothing to imagine. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Although I am excited for when the Knicks max out Brandon Ingram to put pressure on the Pelicans. I'm very excited about that. You think you think Pelicans is match a max? I, I think mean, they do. Good. I think they do. I mean, what I'm kind of wondering is like they're not going to be able to pay for everybody, especially after like next year. So, yeah, we. I I really can't. I can't imagine like a, another place for Zoe to be. What do you mean? But like, like can't ma- other than like the Pelicans or LA, oh. like it's hard to imagine them elsewhere. Yeah. When's Ricky Rubio's contract up? Because <laughs> that's the only place that makes sense to me. Phoenix, yeah. Actually, the Zoe and Booker would be pretty fun. It would be fun. Yeah. It would be very fun. Um, I mean, he could play in Orlando. Not, I mean, he didn't really play in Orlando recently. <laughs> <laughs> Pelican fans don't like him like we do. Like it's a very weird relationship between between them. Yeah. I mean, one fan base appreciates the game of basketball, and the other doesn't. You know what I mean? Uh, there was there was some dude who was just like, "It's time that we pair up uh, Boogie with Zion," and I was just oh, like, yeah. "Huh?" <laughs> and then I think uh, Nikias was like. On purpose? <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta gotta remember that uh, you can drink outside legally in the world. Yeah. So <laughs> any and all tweets need to be taken with a grain of salt. You don't know what's oh, going on in their God. life at the time. I can't I just. Good lord, that's that would be rough. <laughs> Does Boogie come back to the Lakers next year? Yes, think so? I think so. Yeah. I, I feel like when they let go of him, there was like a wink, wink, like, we'll bring you back. I agree. Exactly. That's, okay, so this is a question for another pod, a pod like two months from now. But I'm really curious to see what the Lakers do with the center position next year. I yeah. think JaVale's like, I think they'll, because he's on a two-year contract, correct? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think they figure out a way to trade him this summer. Uh, you think they resign Dwight? I don't know. It's, does Dwight become too out of their price? Not, he's not going to be like expensive, obviously, but he's going to get more than what he is now. Yeah. I, like, how much would you? What is the max you'd give Dwight? Let's say you have all the cap in the world. What is the max you'd give Dwight? First, he has to stop following QAnon accounts, and then maybe we could get to the contract <laughs> discussions. We're talking he basketball. Follow, <laughs> you a million more. Yeah, he's a boogaloo boy at heart. I don't know what oh, the deal is with that. Oh my god. Um, he can get half the mid level. That's my. That's my. Uh, oh, okay. That's my. So a little less than five. So I'm with you. Yeah, Raj. at around yeah. five. You just said it a lot smarter than I did. <laughs> I just put out a number like <laughs> half the mid. <middle. laughs> I gave him a quarter. Sorry, of I got my. I got my printed out. Larry Coon. Give him five percent of the. I'll give him five percent of the cap. You know. <laughs> uh, I'll give him whatever's not in the escrow account. Uh. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> used to work for the league, so got that kind of knowledge. You know, I was gonna say I like the shirt a lot. Oh yeah, thank you. I appreciate you, sir. You know what I'm saying? You have extras? No, no, I stole this one from a storage closet. So. Oh wow! Can you see that? One I'm not more joking. <laughs> I stole Ali, a lot of stuff Ali, from storage closets. Ali, it's already recorded, pal. That's what the red, <laughs> red lights on. <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> what are you talking about here? Um, <laughs> Rick, how do you get fired from a job you already quit from? <laughs> what if they hired me back just to fire? Anyway. Uh, uh, Some of us want to work for the league. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Raj, we really liked your application, but you uh, podcasted with a guy who admitted he stole. So yeah. uh, I'm just going to add like, in steal. See, and that's why yeah. you record. Yeah. I got, got the Dwight Howard deal on yeah. that one. I did the steal. Um, <laughs> For everyone not understanding what is yeah. going on, they're winking through the camera. You need to tell them all that, bro. Yeah. 
How do we, I guess we got two Delos on this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, man, they're young. They don't know the code. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, I ain't young. They don't have the long hair and the head ties. All right. This really well, should be a more visual like media. Hey, maybe I'll put it on. Maybe we'll start a forum YouTube. You never know. Patreon. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> um, okay, well, the next time we record, the Lakers should be up 2-0. Maybe 3-0? No, just 2-0. Just 2-0. Yeah. 3-0. Wait, 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 do, wait, how many games do they play this week? Three? Two. Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, and then Saturday. They play. Oh, it is Saturday. Might. Okay. I thought it might have been Sunday. All right. Well, then we might be up 3 0. Who knows? <laughs> Let's win one first. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Talking like, about 3 0. I was, I was very much on that. Man, I'm ready. Let's do it. And like the, each day that goes on, the more and more I get a little bit nervous. I'm just like, it's, it, it's it's nice that it's nice to have that sense of nervousness knowing that they're going to be playing very meaningful games because like the past few years has just been like ah yeah let's see what Lance Stevenson at the point is going to do you know <laughs> does it ever bother you that like there's no such thing as home court advantage now yeah, yeah. it bothers me a lot majorly but I I feel yeah. like that does take away from uh, being an underdog though because like taking a game uh, away from the home team and then like going back. To your right. room and winning one or two like that really swings momentum and braun brought it up like uh after 2018 when it's like you know winning game one on their home court that changes the series yeah. Right. yeah thanks jr but um yeah yeah come on man he's on our team now i know <laughs> do we need him okay <laughs> I don't think he's gonna play at all in the next yeah. two months. Like, like it, honestly, like if if you're just gonna if you just needed a body, like pick a random fan and sign him to like, like really. Hey, you're ODing now. Oh <laughs> come on, man! He wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. Kendra's like, yeah. I got my necktie ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I mean, too bad Adam Silver uh, banned these, but you know. Uh. And, and I know me and Mike Scott will be fighting for the. For a right to be wearing these. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the Mike Scott uh, slogan, but I'm not trying to do it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, no. All right. Well, this has been fun. Like we said, the next time you hear from us, the Lakers will be knee deep in a playoff series, and I'm not gonna say what I think that playoff record will be. <laughs> All right, without any further ado, this has been the forum. Peace. Peace. I could see if Rick was going to say it or not, and I knew he wasn't going to say it. So I let you guys fall for it. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wasn't.